98K News. It's one o'clock. I'm Maya Kerwin. The top stories. The government expects more information next week from BeyondTech about the safety of the COVID-19 vaccine. Health experts advise people not to mix COVID jabs. And Myanmar authorities warn protesters that troops will shoot as the country marks Armed Forces Day. The Secretary for the Civil Service, Patrick Nipp, says he is expecting more information next week from BeyondTech about the safety of its currently suspended COVID-19 vaccine. Over 150,000 people here have already had their first BeyondTech jab, and they now face uncertainty over their second dose. On Wednesday, the SAR government stopped administering the vaccine after frontline staff found problems with some of the vials. Jimmy Choi reports. Speaking on a radio program, Mr Nip, who heads Hong Kong's vaccination program, said the government would consider resuming BioNTech inoculations if an ongoing investigation by the German vaccine manufacturer showed that the vaccine was safe for use. But he said plans could only be made once the findings were out. Frontline vaccination workers had found about 60 examples of problem fields, such as cracks in containers, loose caps and stains on the outside of bottles. The vaccines inside were not used and both the government and BioNTech have said there is no reason to believe there are any safety risks. The distributor for the vaccine in China, Fosun, is also investigating. Meanwhile, health experts have advised people not to mix COVID jabs from different manufacturers as a backup. Professor Wallace Lau and Dr. Thomas Tsang from a government-appointed advisory panel on COVID vaccines made the comments in the wake of the BioNTech suspension. They said there wasn't enough scientific evidence to prove the effectiveness of mixed vaccination. The government adviser on the pandemic, Yun Kwok Yong, says Hong Kong is finally close to achieving zero infections, but it's crucial that people do not let their guard down. Local COVID infections have remained in single digits in recent days. Timmy Sung reports. University of Hong Kong microbiologist Yun Kwok Yong said with the Easter holidays approaching, there was still a need for caution and people should keep their masks on when they meet up with friends. The expert was speaking to reporters after inspecting the Gold 24 Fitness in North Point, a location visited by a 38-year woman who has come down with COVID-19. Professor Yun said the chance of another major outbreak, like the one at Ursus Fitness, was low as the premises had more fresh air. However, he said there was still some problem with air circulation and the operator had been asked to make improvements. New People's Party lawmaker and executive councillor Regina Ip says she's expecting a tight schedule for lawmakers as the NPC Standing Committee scrutinises Beijing's proposal, proposed electoral overhaul for Hong Kong, probably on Monday or Tuesday. Under the plan, the number of LegCo seats will rise to 90 from 70 and the election committee, which chooses the chief executive, will be expanded to 1,500 members from 1,200 members. It will also be given new powers to nominate and select some lawmakers. Here's Mrs Yip. We expect the standing committee to make a decision on how to amend Annex 1 and Annex 2 of the basic law. Uh, that's why our committee on the reform, constitutional reform, will hold its meeting Wednesday morning to study the NPCSC decision. We definitely have a very hectic schedule, you know, because um, we need to amend the legislation and then organize registration of voters. 
So I think we have to work uh, a lot of overtime. Myanmar's military authorities have warned that troops will shoot protesters as anti-coup activists call for a huge show of defiance to mark Armed Forces Day this weekend. In a first-time acknowledgement of a shoot-to-kill policy, the Burmese military broadcast a message on state television advising people they could be in danger of getting shot in the head and back. Farhan Haq, the deputy spokesperson for the UN Secretary-General, says the ongoing violence by Myanmar's security forces is disturbing. Armed Forces Day marks Myanmar's liberation from foreign power. The special envoy said that ensuring peace and defending the people should be the responsibility of any military. But in Myanmar, the Tatmadaw has turned against its own citizens. Women, youth and children have been among those killed. You're listening to RTHK. The time is five minutes past one. North Korea has accused President Biden of deep-seated hostility after he criticized Pyongyang for testing a new type of missile. Mr. Biden said Friday's test was a violation of the United Nations resolution. The BBC's Laura Bicker reports. In a statement, one of North Korea's top generals, Ri Pyeongchol, said the recent ballistic missile test was a self-defensive measure against threats posed by South Korea and the US who've carried out military drills in the last few weeks. President Biden has emphasised that he's open to talks with North Korea, but he added that the US would act accordingly if Pyongyang escalated tensions. Mr. Ree described these remarks as a first wrong step and warned that Washington would face something that is not good if it continued to make thoughtless remarks. At least 32 people have been killed and more than 160 injured in Egypt in one of the worst in one of the country's worst train crashes in recent memory. President Abdel Fattah al-Sisi has vowed to punish those responsible. The BBC's Sally Nabil has the latest. Apparently the two trains were on one track and what official statements say is that a group of unidentified men pulled the emergency brakes on one of the two trains causing both trains to collide. So the initial assessment is that it is a deliberate act. Pictures and videos we are getting from the scene are absolutely heartbreaking and we understand there are people still trapped under the wreckage. A major report into the role that France played as regards the Rwandan genocide has criticised French failures, saying it was blind to the preparation of the massacres, but has cleared it of complicity in the killings. A commission of experts said France bore overwhelming responsibilities in relation to the killing in 1994 of 800,000 ethnic Tutsis and moderate Hutus. Vincent Duclair is the historian who led the commission. The French authorities pursued a policy that was totally disconnected from reality, a policy that bore the stigma of colonization, an ultra-ethnicist policy that did not actually see that Rwanda could get out of it and basically accentuated the ethnic crisis, aligned itself with the regime of President Habri Yamana, which was a racist regime that did not succeed in extricating Habri Yamana from the extremists. Rwanda has welcomed the report. Researchers in Germany say they have discovered how teeth sense cold and why, for some people, eating food like ice cream can be agony. The BBC's Alison Roberts reports. 
Scientists believe they've worked out how and why teeth become sensitive and hurt with big temperature drops. They studied mice and humans to understand how the pain arises, recording what was happening in cells and nerves in the teeth. The pathways responsible are located below the outer protective enamel coating. If the next layer, dentine, becomes exposed, painful stimuli can get through. They say a key target in the pathway is a molecule called TRIPSY5, and blocking it can stop the pain. Rugby Union and Wales have won the Six Nations Championship after Scotland beat France 27-23 for their first victory in Paris since 1999. France needed to score four tries or more and win by at least 21 points to stop Wales claiming the title. Australian rules football and the AFL has defended Brisbane players being granted an exemption to play in Victoria last night, despite health authorities ordering anyone who had recently entered the state from Brisbane to immediately self-isolate. Radio Australia's Yvette Gray reports. During last night's Brisbane and Geelong match at Cadinia Park, Victoria's Health Department instructed anyone who had travelled from Brisbane to leave the stadium, self-isolate and get COVID tested. However, the Lions players continued playing. The AFL says Brisbane players, coaches and officials had obtained an exemption as they had been living and abiding by approved AFL protocols. Brisbane and the Moreton Bay region have been declared an orange zone after a new locally acquired COVID case was detected. Anyone who has visited these areas since the 12th of March must isolate and get tested within 72 hours. To end the news, the top stories once again. The government expects more information next week from BioNTech about the safety of its COVID-19 vaccine. Health experts advise people not to mix COVID jabs. And Myanmar authorities warn protesters that troops will shoot as the country marks Armed Forces Day. And that's the news from RTHK. Back more great 70s on the way. Here's James Taylor, 1977. Your smiling face right here on Radio 3. Whenever I see your smiling face, I have to smile myself because I love you. Yes, I do. Give me that pretty little pout It turns me inside out There's something about you, baby I don't know Isn't it amazing a man like me Can feel this way Tell me how much longer It will grow stronger every day Long before I met you Now I'm sure that I won't forget you And I thank my lucky star That you are who you are And not just another lovely lady Sent down to break my heart Isn't it amazing a man like me Can feel this way Tell me how much longer It can grow stronger every day No one can tell me that I'm doing wrong 
To prevent the spread of COVID-19, try flexible working hours and staggered meal breaks. Wear a mask on public transport. Avoid crowded lifts. Try not to hold large meetings and reduce face-to-face -face contact with colleagues. Avoid meal gatherings. Stay away from crowds after work. Wash hands frequently and keep the workplace clean. If you feel unwell, stay away from work and see your doctor. Visit coronavirus.gov.hk for details. Radio 3. More requests coming in. A little, little fun fact about this next song. This was written by David Dundas, or Lord David Dundas, and had a help from a guy by the name of Roger Greenway. Now, this song was originally a theme song for um, the product, uh, what was it, the, the jeans. Oh, it's on the tip of my tongue. I can't remember right now. Uh, Brutus Jeans. That's right. Brutus Jeans. And the commercial was so successful that uh, they had to release the song as a single. Now, Roger Greenway also wrote, I'd like to teach the world to sing. What commercial was that from? Yes, Coca-Cola. So here's Lord David Dundas with Jeans On. Jeans. 